0: You
1: know, I used to dream about this when I was a little boy. I never thought it would end up this way. Drums. Hey! Evan Cohen is on ESPN 1063. Streaming live via the free ESPN app or on your Alexa, Google, or Siri smart speakers. Broadcasting live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios. Call Anajar and Levine Accident Attorneys at 1-800-747-FREE. That's 1-800-747-3733. Here's Evan Cohen. Okay, welcome to the show. Evan Cohen with you on the 8th day of March, 2021. 888 760 ESPN is your telephone number to be a part of the show. You can tweet at us by way of the Grand Champions Polo Club Twitter feed at ESPN West Palm, at EBCO Radio for me, Evan Cohen, at Jeanette and Juice for Jeanette Javier, who uh, normally before every single show we do says one thing to me. And she did not say it today, which uh, does not bode well for the rest of the show. Now I'm nervous. She always says, because Tom Brady did this to all of his teammates leading up to the Super Bowl, she always says, we will win no matter what. Today, she did not say that, which is very interesting. Hmm. Very interesting. Do you think now we are going to lose today, Jeanette? That's the feeling I'm getting. You think we're going to lose today. Is that correct? Negative. I
0: won't let us lose. I am Tom Brady in the fourth quarter. We will win.
1: No, too late, too late, you have a a cutoff, a 502 is the cutoff, and you did not hit the 502 cutoff for the We Will Win, so uh, nerve-wracking, of course, now the rest of the way today. Uh, No Chris Coquel today, get used to that, Um, as we get the show on the road, as always, driven by Tire Kingdom. They're open early, 7.30 a.m., open late, 8 p.m., open seven days a week. A local company started right here in Palm Beach County in 1972, and with Tire Kingdom, they will come to you. Right, so if you're in your home and you're at your business, that's okay. They can come to you. Tire Kingdom offers mobile tire installation services. Tire Kingdom certified mobile tire installers will mount, install, and balance your tires, all while safely maintaining your social distance. Call eight four four Get Tires or visit tirekingdom.com to schedule an appointment today. Plus, in the month of March, which of course we're in. You can go in now to Tire Kingdom and get a hundred dollars MasterCard prepaid card when you buy four select tires and get them installed. B.F. Goodrich, Cooper, Nexon, and more, all at Tire Kingdom. And when you use your store c- credit card at Tire Kingdom, you get special financing for 12 months on qualifying purchases of $699 or more. They're open early, open late, open seven days a week. Local company started right here in Palm Beach County in 1972. Make sure you visit a Tire Kingdom. Near you. Well, it is International Women's Day today, which uh, is why Coquel is not here. Jeanette, I don't know if you know this. He has now traveled internationally to find another woman. I don't know why <laughs> his wife is not good enough for him. What? I think she is. But now he's traveled overseas to find another woman. So uh, we will hear from him maybe as the days progress here as to where he is. But in all seriousness, um, I-, I actually think it sucks that we have to have this. And, I'm, and here's why. Because it sucks – and listen, I'm a man, so I think I have contributed to this whether knowingly or unknowingly. It sucks that we as men many times throughout our lives have put women down and separated ourselves from women in a way that we would need an International Women's Day to to shed light on the equality that needs to happen and i understand i'm not sitting here saying oh i'm so bad to women no no that's not what i'm saying i'm saying that so many people and there's a look yourself in the mirror moment if you're a man out there realizing like you know what we're not all perfect by any stretch of the imagination and some of us have contributed to the negativity that would there would there be to need an in international women's day where we should be celebrating men and women and and everybody all genders all day all races all ethnicities every day equally we don't do that so as a result Happy International Women's Day to you and all of the women uh, out there and who listen to the show and who work on the show and work at the station, etc., because you all deserve it. So happy International Women's Day to you, Jeanette.
0: Oh, thank you. I absolutely agree with you, though. It should be Women's Day every day. Not There shouldn't be just one day to...
1: Sean, I said it it exactly the same way that you just said it, but okay. (laughs) Jeanette wants flowers and chocolates every single day, which, I mean, I don't know. Maybe. Now, by the way, I think there's a clear-cut, like, number one top dog in terms of of females in sports. Well, I shouldn't say that. Now, I just said that, and now I'm contradicting myself because I was going to say Serena's number one, and I think she is. Diana Taurasi, to me, is up there, too. Like, who do you look at as the number one female in sports?
0: Serena Williams is definitely up there because of her voice too so when I think of a female athlete I think of women who are at the pinnacle of their success but still make sure to bring light into other subjects Abby Wambach for me is also a fem- female who has done tremendously not only as an athlete but also to areas around her
1: soccer player um, who played at FAU not yes. not as in college but on the professional team that was there for like two minutes right wasn't she yep, on the team?
0: Absolutely what that team
1: was that I don't remember what that was I feel like the guy who owned it got arrested and put in jail or something something like weird happened with that team I don't remember what that was so happy International Women's Day to all the the wonderful people out there that are listening to the show right now I wanted to point something out also um All-Star Weekend was this weekend I enjoyed or All-Star Day yesterday I thought it was fun to watch but I've realized something there is nobody in sports not any sport not any level anywhere anywhere that I would look at it as more fun to watch than Steph Curry. He is now, to me, the most fun athlete to watch in sports. I don't think there's anybody that's close. Not Mahomes, not Brady, not, and not Tiger, not any, any athlete that's out there. I don't think that they're as enjoyable to watch as Steph Curry. I look at Steph Curry, and I say that there is nobody more fun to watch because even when he doesn't have the ball, he is still moving in a way that you're like, he's going to go back and get the ball at some point, isn't he? Like he's going to, He is going to come around and get that basketball. He wins a three-point contest yesterday. He hits that final shot. He's awesome in the All-Star game. I thought he should have won the MVP and not Giannis, even though Giannis was perfect from the field. I just think that Steph Curry is now the most exciting, enjoyable player in all of sports to watch. He is my number one. So what I want to know from everybody out there, um, well, two things. Number, Well, the first thing would be the top female in sports. I, it's Serena, but let's not sleep on Diana Taurasi. Three three-time WNBA champion, two-time Finals MVP, nine-time All-Star, ten-time WNBA All-First Team. So on International Women's Day, let's celebrate the wonderful women in sports. And the top female in sports is who? Who is the top female in sports? And the most exciting player in any sport to watch right now? Cuz I'm going I am going Steph Curry. I am telling you that uh, Steph Curry shooting threes from half court, Steph Curry shooting threes, you know, basically in the three-point competition as well as when he and Dame are challenged by their team captain LeBron, shoot further away from the basket. Like do what you can do to actually figure out a way of stepping back even further. At one point Dame I think took one in his own backcourt. Like, in the flow of the offense. And Steph is shooting from half court, like, pulling up and making these shots. He also had this unbelievable little no-look lefty pass to to Jokic last night as well, which was utterly ridiculous. I just, I love watching him. And that, don't don't take it the wrong way. I'm still a Heat fan first and foremost, and I'm always going to be. But in terms of enjoyable, like, I, I love Jimmy. And Jimmy was unbelievable to watch in the finals. Bam is amazing to watch at times. Tyler is amazing to watch at times. Gorin, same thing. But, like, none of them are as enjoyable to watch for me as Steph Curry. Any sport, any level, any, any walk of life. So this could be soccer players, tennis, football, basketball, baseball. Golf. It doesn't matter what it is. College or pro. It could be on the high school level. Who is the most exciting player in all of sports to watch? Like, if I told you you can only watch one player play for the next year, who would that player be? What is your answer to that question, Jeanette? If you only had one player that you can watch play in sports over the next year, who would it be?
0: Like right now or forever? Like previous well, what? history. Historical.
1: No, no, active, active. Sorry. Yeah, because Michael Jordan, I would take over Steph. But I'm saying so active. Jamal Murray. His facial that's expressions. That's just because you have a crush on him. You can't yeah. say Jamal Murray because you're, that's really what it is. So His you facial make, uh, really? expressions,
0: plus the post-conferences that he's always in. The things that he says from beginning to end. You add. just
1: took Jamal Murray. So you could have taken Patrick Mahomes. You could have taken your boy Tom Brady. You could have taken Tiger. You could have taken anybody. And you took Jamal Murray, whose name you pronounce is Murray. Murray. <laughs> Jamal Murray. I don't know. You made him French? What the <laughs> hell just happened here. I'm giving you anybody in sports I'm taking Steph Curry and you take Jamal Murray of the Denver Nuggets that Jeanette can watch any single player in sports <laughs> for the next year you only get to choose one and your answer is Jamal Murray that is the weirdest answer in the history of this show okay so second would be Levante <laughs> David a linebacker for the Bucks. They, okay so now you're just trying to top yourself here of, of ridiculousness well, I'm, I'm sure if you want to call in, your answer is not taken because I don't know that anybody <laughs> was going to take Jamal No, I'm sorry. Jamal Murray's available, but Jamal Murray is off the board here. And Levante, David, David off the yeah. board as well. I mean, just, just ridiculous. 888 760 espn is the number to jump in. So your number one female in all of sports – And the most exciting player to watch in sports right now is who? Who is the number one player in all of sports to watch and the number one female in sports? And shout out, by the way, on International Women's Day to the great team at PNC and specifically Kim who runs everything along with Cressman of course but uh, uh, shouting out Kim on International Women's Day from PNC she's done a remarkable job at PNC, in PNC with PNC with the marketing and public relations and business and sales and business development and everything that she does on a regular basis to grow the brand to grow the the amazing um, name in the community that PNC has as well as all of the initiatives both charitable and financial so shout out to Kim uh, and all of the women at PNC PNC And PNC Bank is committed to all those who are working towards their next goal. PNC reminds you whether you're going that extra mile to set a personal best or looking to take your finances to that next level. PNC knows that reaching your goals often starts with a simple step. PNC Virtual Walk can help you take those steps by providing a snapshot of your finances, getting a breakdown of your budget, and checking out how much is scheduled out for bills versus how much is left to spend. Easily set up automated savings to help you take control of your finances and reach your long-term goals one step at a time. To learn more about these features uh, and apply for a PNC virtual wallet, visit PNC.com/slash virtual wallet. PNC Bank, make today the day. Virtu- virtual wallet is a registered trademark of the PNC Financial Services Group Incorporated. Copyright 2021. PNC Financial Services Group Incorporated, all rights reserved. PNC Bank National Association member, FDIC. Can you just come clean on, on one thing, Jeanette? Yes. Did you not hear what I said?
0: My favorite player to watch,
1: and so in any sport, and you just took Jamal Murray. He's in, he's
0: funny to watch. I always laugh because the things he do with his faces, his reactions to the way people are on the court—it's funny. He has a lot so of personality from comedi- on the court.
1: A, a comedic perspective, like that—he makes you laugh.
0: Yes, because you just—it's wa- funny. He's funny. What is, what's funny
1: about it, though?
0: <laughs> His facial reactions to a thing. There was one time I think Giannis, like, tripped when he was shooting free throws, and he just reacted differently.
1: Who's named Giannis. Boy, this is going to be fascinating. I'm going to have to do spell check, fact check, <laughs> name check. We're going to need to hire Tony Reale, and we don't have the money to do it, uh, to, to basically be the stat boy on this. Giannis Jamal Murray. Oh, my God. Wow. 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 <laughs> This is this is something else. I'll tell you. I will tell you this is something else with you. This the, the Jamal Murray. I did not see that one coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Now what noise just came out of you now? What is happening to you? Last week you're snorting and now it's going out the other way. Did you just blow a snot rocket on the board? Is that what just happened to you? No. Not right now. Okay. No. The board's clean. The mic's clean. All
0: right. My nostrils are clean.
1: Okay, that's. uh, I'm done. All right, let's get into the top five at five. (laughs) This is the top five at five. The five biggest topics in the world of sports and beyond. Here's Evan Cohen. It is the top five at five here on ESPN 106.3. Streaming live, ESPNWestPalm.com. And on the ESPN app, play ESPN 106.3 Connected Devices and Speakers. Jeanette is going to uh, read out five questions. We are going to debate the answers, five through one. She'll count them down. She's going to be nervous to do this. She's going to try to put on a radio voice. Don't put on the radio voice. Just be conversational and have fun and um, be you, which means I'm strongly encouraging messing up names. Go ahead, Jeanette, number five. Number five, the balls were slammed, three-pointers were shot.
0: No, just leave it at that. (laughs) (laughs) The NBA All Stars played a game. No, no, read
1: the first sentence again. People want to hear you read the first part of that again. The balls were slammed. Ah, Jeanette, that's so dirty. Why? It's, you know, we have kids listening. Come on, Jeanette. Language. Go ahead. Yeah.
0: Three pointers were shot. The NBA All Stars played a game. On a scale of one to 10, how would you rank All Star weekend?
1: Why are you so dramatic with that? It's a poem. That was a poem? It
0: was a beautiful poem. A haiku, if you will.
1: Did any of them rhyme?
0: No. some Poetry doesn't have to rhyme all the time. There's different forms. That's the beauty of it.
1: No, a poem has to rhyme. Not all the time. Yeah, but don't you think a poem is better if it rhymes?
0: Mm, it's more about the delivery, which I think I did great.
1: Uh, you always think you do great. Just <laughs> to ask you. I don't think... Okay, there's, here's my big bold statement. I don't think anything should be considered a poem if it doesn't rhyme. I think poems have to rhyme. So, a haiku is considered a poem? Is that what you're saying? Yes. So, then w- let me look up the a definition of a haiku. The only thing I know about a haiku is what Peter King p- puts at the end of the uh, a do haiku at the end of his Monday morning quarterback or whatever column he has on Mondays. A haiku is a type of short form of poetry um, originally from Japan. Traditional Japanese haiku consists of three phases that contain a. Uh, I can't read this. Um, why do they put the definition in Japanese if I'm... Uh, all right, anyway. A cutting word? I don't know what this is. Uh, so, now that's not a haiku. You think you just gave... Read it again. Read it. This is a haiku, what you just gave me?
0: The balls were slammed. Three pointers were shot. The NBA All-Stars played a game.
1: Why did not you at least try to rhyme it then?
0: Because it's, it's poetry. The ball
1: was dunked. Steph Curry... From three, showed his spunk. And last night, Team LeBron punked. You know what I do have in my back pocket,
0: though? A whole poem. poem? (laughs) My Hoosiers poem. Yep.
1: No, I'm not ready for that yet. I'm not ready for that. You wrote a poem poem. about the movie Hoosiers. Uh, But you could have written a poem that was not that hard to write a poem about this.
0: I don't think you appreciate poetry
1: so much. That was not poetry. It was poetry. That's not poetry. What are you What are you talking about? Do you think anyone out there thinks what you just read about the All-Star some Game was a poem, poem? Some poems are about syllables. Not necessarily. Okay. 888-760-3776. 760 <laughs> espn Jeanette is claiming that she wrote this top five question as a poem. This just seems like a terrible sentence structure. Read it again. Is this a poem, what she just read? The balls were slammed.
0: Three pointers were shot. The NBA All-Stars played a game.
1: That's not a poem. That's just poor, like, description of what actually happened. It's spoken word. Well, then, so then I'm, I'm doing a poem every day between five and six because I'm speaking words? No, because your delivery. My, I was much more dramatic than the way you
0: speak sometimes.
1: Right, so it needs to be, Jeanette didn't write a poem because it's a top five question. And now let's answer it. That's a poem based on your logic? No, yeah, it was great. Mine was better, but sure, I'll accept it. Tony and West Palm, was that a poem that she just read?
2: It's it's in the style of bohemian gothic. That's what that is. It's bohemian gothic. That is a poem. You give her her credit. Give her her credit. Boom.
1: I always give her Boom. a credit. She's here every day. She's <laughs> kicking ass. I give her a credit. But that, I mean... <laughs> Tony, that's not a poem. That's just somebody who didn't have time to write a full question about the All-Star Weekend is what it sounds like to me. That's what that sounds like. Did we lose, Tony? No, Tony's
0: still there, I think. Tony.
1: Nope. he, He hung up. He hung up.
0: I just don't think. I'm just trying to bring different style out, you know?
1: Brian McLoven Rowitz, who I mean went to more school than anybody, uh, just chimed in uh, at be Rowitz by text. A uh, haiku only has to do with syllables, not rhyming. I didn't count syllables, but doubt she did either. <laughs> <laughs> How many syllables does that need to be exactly? Let's see here, uh, Jeanette, Do you know the amount of syllables it has to be?
0: Um, for my poem or a haiku, I think it's like five, six, five, four, five, four, something like that.
1: That sounds like a soccer formation. I don't know what you're talking about right I'm now. I'm
0: talking about haikus. Okay.
1: What is the, what is the, um, what is the um, whatchamacallit? The actual. Qu- oh, wait, the balls were slammed, <laughs> right? The shots were shot.
0: No, three pointers the- were shot. Okay. The, the NBA All Stars played? played a game. Uh,
1: and what was the payoff to this? On a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rank the All Star weekend? I mean, I think it was a good eight, right? I mean, I enjoyed it. Simmons and Embiid obviously being out, not ideal uh, because of the COVID protocol. DeMondis Sabonis wins the skills challenge. Steph Curry wins at three-point. Anthony Simons, not exactly exciting in terms of the halftime with the dunk contest. It was short, though, and he won basically for almost kissing the rim.
0: Yeah, it wasn't. I uh, I was very disappointed in the slam dunk contest this year. Almost Why? kissing the rim too. It wasn't exciting. The most exciting part for me is when he wore the uh, the tribute to Tracy McGrady, the old school Raptors jersey. That was the yeah. most exciting part.
1: But sometimes when you almost kiss somebody, don't you feel like, hey, that's kind of cool? Like there's nobody in your life. You're like, oh, I almost kissed so and so. Like that, you feel like a, a win.
0: No, I, I I don't think I've almost kissed somebody.
1: Oh, I have. That was a <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <laughs> Meaning like in my head I'm like I'm almost there But I, t- I chickened out And I'm like too afraid To make a move But if I'm in like The almost kiss category Like that's a big win for me
0: Wait so is it Do you imagine it Or does it actually happen
1: The almost kiss Well that's a good question Do I imagine it No I mean No it's like You feel like hey You know like I, like If you go on a date With somebody right and listen, I've been married for 100 years now, thankfully. Um, <laughs> when, when you go on a date with somebody and you feel like at the end of the date, like, hey, it's like, I, you know, I almost felt like it was like the right thing to do to kiss the person. Then next time you're like, I think there's going to be a kiss involved. That's kind of an almost kiss. It's kind of a win.
0: No, no, that's a loss. No? That's definitely that's a, a loss? loss. That's no. You either kiss the well, person or you didn't. There's no gray area.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, for me, there is. You you may move a lot faster than I did. I'll tell you that much. And I don't think there's a may. Um, I think you definitely do. I mean, for me, if I have, like, a dinner and, like, I'm like, like, I can remember vividly. My first, what ended up being my first date with my wife, we didn't realize it was a date because of the fact that we've known each other forever, so we were just hanging out. But looking back on it, we consider that, you know, our first date. That if you look back on it, like we went to the International Tennis Championships in Delray, we went to dinner on Atlantic Ave, and then went home, and then I dropped her off. She was, in, she was visiting at the time from, from New York, and I dropped her off at her grandma's a, a, after that. that. That was an almost kiss night. And I felt like, hey, you know what? There's, there was almost a kiss that night. So for me, that's a big win. But it didn't happen. No, but we got married. So, like, how can I not look at that as a big win? You don't know if you're going to get married after the first date. Well, I do now. I'm very much playing the results on this. I do now. Yeah. No, you either so? kiss somebody or you did it. And right, how do you know if you're going to marry kiss.
0: somebody? I can barely get a second date. I'm not going to assume. I'm going to, like, what? Because I think so I'm going to marry you? a guy takes you?
1: you out on a date, a guy takes you out on a date, you've never had the Anthony Simons, you only have the Obi Toppin? He yeah. He only Obi Toppins you? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, I've never had. You either kiss me or you don't. So the guy could never win on a date if he, do, if he does the Anthony Simons. If it's an almost kiss, that's an automatic loss for you? I mean, no, I
0: mean, no. I'll go on a second date with that person, but you didn't kiss me. But if the guy does me.
1: not kiss you on a first date, you're mad at the guy? No, you don't no. Like him? No, 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 no.
0: I'll still go on a second date with the guy, but you didn't kiss me. Point blank. You didn't almost kiss me. Oh, it was a great date. You almost kissed me. How sweet. There's no such thing. No such thing has probably ever been said.
1: I'm the ever. I said it. You know, your mom and I are going to have to talk about this because, uh, again, that, you're, you're moving a little too fast That's for the us.
0: last thing I need in my life for you and my mom to talk oh, about me. Oh, it's going to happen. Uh, <laughs> we are going to
1: speak. We are going to speak. You're moving a little too fast for mommy and I, and we are going to uh, we are going to speak about that. Careful. Her uh, birthday number four, week, Jeanette. Too. Let's see the next poem she writes for us.
0: No, this one's going to be fun to say. Let's, uh, Evan, play a game of Start, Bench, Cut. Okay. Stephen Curry, Damian Lillard, and Giannis Antetokounmpo. All shined last night. So, Evan, out of those three, who would you start, who would you bench, and who would you cut?
1: People are going to think I'm nuts on this, but here we go. The immediate one, I'm cutting Giannis. If Giannis plays that way, like, all the time like he played last night, I'd want him. But Giannis doesn't play that way all the time. That's not what he does all the time. So, when he's dunking and slamming and, like, just playing inside out, awesome. But so, no, I'm starting Steph, I'm benching Dame, and I'm cutting Giannis. I know that sounds ridiculous, but I just, there's something about Giannis, he's a wonderful guy, he's a great player, he's an MVP times two, but there's just something about him that I feel like, I don't know, something feels like it's missing. I don't know what it is, but something feels like it's missing. So Steph is the best of the bunch. And then if you're saying to me, all right, who else could I have on my team? Yeah, I would take, I would take um, Dame Lillard in that spot. What about you?
0: I would start Steph, bench Giannis, and cut Dame.
1: But Dame is so big in those big moments. He did it again last night. I mean, they needed three points to win at the end of the game, and he won last night for um, for Team LeBron, obviously, at the All-Star game. Top five and five here in ESPN 106. Jeanette, number three.
0: James Harden walked into All-Star weekend looking like it was raining, fitted with long jeans, a white short sleeve shirt, and something looking like a poncho on top. Accessories were a heavy-duty silver camera case. Do you think you could have pulled this look off? no
1: me <laughs> no. he's wearing a see-through poncho like a button-down see-through poncho with a, like a shirt underneath like it, it, I can't even imagine how much that was that was thousands of dollars for sure
2: mm-hmm.
1: like I have expensive stuff but not to that level right I mean even if like you think it's expensive like what what I would think is expensive for me versus what it is for him oh my God night and day yeah. But who could pull that off? Like, you need to be in the NBA or an A-list Hollywood celeb to pull that off. You think anybody else could pull that off? Cam Newton Hell could.
0: No. Cam who, Newton can, could.
1: Well, can Yeah, Cam could. Right. So Cam would be a professional. Oh, sorry, a professional athlete or an A-list celebrity. Like, could you imagine if Ken Levicka came in one day and like, hey, guys, I'm here. And Ken, weekdays 3 to 5, is just wearing that. Like, hey, I'm here. You know, I had a long road trip. It was raining where I was with FAU, so I just came back. <laughs> I'm just rocking my see-through poncho button-down style. Like, it's just crazy.
0: He's wearing the one from Universal or Disney that he got from taking his kids to the park or something.
1: Right. But the whole point is this is where actually you look at this and you're like, it's, it's amazing, but it, it, I bet you whoever made that, right? Whether it was like, you know, Armani or Prada, whatever it is, whoever made that actually did not make it to be, to, to be worn that way. Meaning, I guarantee you when they made that, they're thinking their clientele is somebody that's really rich. Their clientele is somebody that's money. Their clientele is somebody that's ripped. There's no way they made this thinking that somebody was going to wear a shirt underneath. Nope. Harden is not ripped enough to wear this shirt. That's actually my biggest takeaway. You Think about this, Jeanette. If Russell Westbrook was wearing this, there's no chance in hell he'd have a shirt on underneath. Why? Jacked, ripped beyond belief. Harden actually can't get away with this because he's not ripped enough. There's no way that's made for a shirt underneath. You know, I've seen – the first time I ever saw somebody wear this one was JMP actually wore it, 6-7 uh, to seven, uh, ESPN West Palm tonight. JMP wore this, as a matter of fact, and so and he's ripped. Uh, JMP and I were fighting over. Both of us were, were just jacked beyond belief. And, uh, yeah, unfortunately, uh, well, now Harden's wearing it. Number two.
0: LA Clippers' Paul George says he missed Thursday's game because he had, quote, too much caffeine at the time. It made me real jittery and sped me up, end quote. What's your best excuse you've used?
1: Well, I don't know what my excuse would be. I can tell you that I, I, I struggle now. When I run and I, have, and I have coffee beforehand, which I always do, man, oh, man, that's a problem. That is a problem. I get a terrible stomach ache when I run and, like, I've had coffee beforehand. I, I don't know what to do because I, c- I honestly can't go in the mornings without coffee at this point, but I also run, like, you know, w- right afterwards, like midday kind of. Like, I'll sneak in a little 30-minute run. Or not 30 minutes, but, you know, whatever. Whatever I do. Um, and I always have a terrible stomach ache. I don't know how these players drink the caffeine prior to playing a basketball game. Like, how is that even possible from a stomach perspective? I, I, I don't get it. If I do that, I vomit
0: because my stomach can't just handle it. And yes, I'm completely sober.
1: I didn't ask that.
0: Well, just in case. We were talking about that one time I came in very hungover. I ate that plantain
1: chips. <laughs> You've only come in one time hungover. That's it. Just once.
0: Uh, Since being on this show, yes.
1: Again, h- how many times have you come in hungover?
0: <laughs> since, since January once, I think.
1: Number one, go ahead.
0: Oprah Winfrey sat down with Prince Harry and Meghan Markle last night in a tell-all about their departure from the throne. If you did a tell-all special, who would you want to interview? You, Oprah Winfrey or Howard Stern?
1: Howard, because it's more of the dream, but that's going to be a problem in general. Because if that's if that's happening, then I don't know. I, mean, I don't even know what I have to tell. I have no like. There's nothing fun about me. But can we go back to this for a second? I did not see this, and it's all anyone is talking about. Did you watch this, Jeanette? Yes, I. Okay. Loved all right. It. Turn the music off. Let, l- I'm going to now interview you about this uh, because I am fascinated by this. All right. What What was the purpose for them doing this, in your mind?
0: To save themselves from the establishment of the royal throne.
1: Okay. And what was the number one thing you learned about? whatever it was last night with with megan and harry
0: the the royal people in the uk are very toxic slightly racist and princess diana is would have been very proud of prince harry right now
1: okay why why on all three of those so toxic slightly racist and why would the late princess die have been happy go through those why toxic
0: because the press of the royals is very specific and they kept attacking Meghan markle on her race who she is and the fact that of her family history and they were very unfair to her as opposed to how they treated kate who is the older brother's wife
1: because Kate's one of their own because she's from there because of her family because she's all white and not half black half half white like what is yes what all of the above yes all of the above
0: they have examples of the way of the exam- exact thing even the way like Megan versus Kate were We're holding their stomach, just walking around the way they would talk about it with Kate
1: versus the way they... Holding their stomach? What are you talking about? Like Like, when they were pregnant?
0: Yeah. I guess they like put their hand on their stomach while they're just walking around. I don't know. I've never been pregnant. Um, So the way they would talk about it with Kate was very different versus the way they would discuss it with Megan. In what way? Oh, Meg... Kate is cradling her baby. Look how cute this is. Versus Megan, it would be... She must be in back pain. She's not doing the baby justice. Look, she could be hurting the baby the way she's placing her hand on the stomach. Stuff like that.
1: Okay. And then the race part is that that allegedly there were people who I guess said to to Meghan Markle that they were, or to Harry that they were nervous about the color of the skin of the baby when the baby was born. Is that correct?
0: Yes. And it was so disgusting that Prince Harry didn't even want to discuss it. Oprah brought it up multiple times throughout the interview, but- Prince Harry, quote-unquote, felt uncomfortable discussing the topic.
1: Okay, and so that's the racist part of it. And what was the She said toxic, racist, and what was the third part you said?
0: Princess Diana would be very proud.
1: Okay, why, why do you say that? That's interesting to me because she died a long time ago when you were a very young kid. And so your knowledge of her may be great for all I know, but it wasn't. It, it's not contemporary for you. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't when you were alive and like paying attention to her. I actually remember point, the though. exact
0: moment where, because it was I think in 96?
1: I don't remember the exact year, but it was. That sounds about right.
0: Yeah, I was in. I remember the exact moment because um, my dad came rushing down the stairs and put the TV on, like something big just happened, and we were as a family just gathered around watching the TV. And I remember looking at the car accident right underneath the bridge of what was happening.
1: And so why? Okay, yeah. I mean, I remember a moment too with that, but like, why? Why did they say specifically? Why did you get that feeling that she would be upset or or proud? I'm sorry.
0: Princess Diana was never happy about being part of the royal family. She always seeked different ways to get out and she always wanted to be more with the people, but the Royal throne wouldn't let her have her personality and she couldn't be like a shining example for the people and everything. And then of course, Prince Charles was cheating on her and it became a thing. Um, And the press got really nasty with her. So Prince Harry said, was looking at the situation and was noticing that the media, the press was also becoming very nasty with Meghan and how they were treating her and how they were vilifying her. And he was like, he didn't want to see history repeat herself because Meghan was also having huge suicidal thoughts to where the point where she's becoming methodical with it.
1: So now what happened with the money aspect of it? Because I thought I saw something last night where I guess Princess Di left her kid's money separate from being a part of the royal family. Am I getting this right or am I just making this up? Because I thought there was something with that last night
0: definitely correct and a very a kind of a shocking moment in the interview was that prince harry he said um there was a money that princess diana left for him or for the kids for when they if, if it were to ever happen and he said that he his mom probably did it because she saw it coming
1: so but that would that money would only go to the kids if they broke off from the royal family
0: it seemed like it. I don't know. I don't want to say I don't want to say yes on that, but it seemed like that was the situation because it wasn't attached to the queen.
1: And so what about what about the um, the like when when they say they're not part of the royal family anymore, did they get into like where they live now? Do they live in L.A.? Like where do these two live? They live in Santa Barbara. OK, so they live like a regular I mean, not regular, but regular ish life. Yes. For like, as if they're two celebrities in our country versus royalty o- overseas.
0: Yes. The, um, and this was an also an issue that if they, when they left um, the UK that the royal family took away their security, which was something that the family really wanted because the prince was receiving death threats and everything. Um, and they were able to afford security based off the money that Princess Diana left them.
1: So what do they do now for a living? There's
0: a foundation, the Archwell Foundation, that they have uh, named after their son Archie, and they have a do- oh, They did their gender reveal with Oprah on the interview. But that's not.
1: Wait, wait, hold on. That's that's what they do for others. Did did the did Princess Diana leave them enough money? And I know Meghan Markle was an actress, but but did they were they left enough money? If they're not being supported by the royal family, they don't have security and everything like that. Do they have enough money to, like, live? I, I, not not like they're going to go homeless. I'm not saying that. But, like, are they doing appearances? Are they doing... Like, what do they do now? I, I'm being serious. I don't know the answer to that.
0: They have Megan's money. And I believe they have a, a media company as well.
1: But she can't have that much money from her acting day. She wasn't that big of a star. Where it's like, all right, she's set for life. You know what I mean? She's not, like she's not you know Gwyneth Paltrow and she doesn't have goop or anything I mean maybe she does I don't know but <laughs> I, I don't I mean this is no I mean the company the, yeah like, I, know, the, I know, know I know I like, know um <laughs> I I'm, I'm now fascinated by this. I'm I'm always interested when Jeanette gives a recap of anything of anything she said is right. I, it sounds like it is. In this case, like you know, when Jamal I don't know if Jamal Murray was involved. Did Jamal Murray make his way in there at all? No? no. Was he not involved in this?
0: No, but it would have been great if yeah. Okay. It would have made it a yeah. lot more in, in, interesting.
1: Is there anything else that people need to know about this? 760 ESPN. This like took over the world last night as a as a dorky loser NBA. fan like I am I was all in on the all-star game and I wasn't watching this as much so I'm just curious as to what else we need to know Jeanette obviously just gave us a great recap what what other um things Jeanette do, do we need to know about this that that I missed and I'm sure some other people missed last night
0: they are both much happier out of the royal family they are still Prince Harry's still good with the queen his dad is, not, is no bueno, has ignored his calls. He's kind of on hot waters with his brother, and Kate was barely mentioned.
1: Interesting. 888-760-3776, espn Was Jeanette's recap, like, how would you grade a recap? Because it sounds like it's an A. I don't know if that's just stuff that wow. she left out. I, it sounds like it, but again, I didn't see it. So you could have said anything, and I would have believed you. And does anybody have any idea, like, what they're doing now? And, and the other thing I heard is whether or, not, um, whether or not they got paid for this, which I don't actually care if they got paid for it because if Oprah's company wanted to pay them for this – And Oprah felt like, okay, it is worth the money. I mean, it's Oprah. She knows what she's doing better than you do from a business perspective out there. If Oprah's company uh, paid for this and then sold it to CBS and then CBS sold the advertising, I mean, everybody wins. So I don't have any issue with that at all. It was a two-hour special that seemingly kind of came out of nowhere in some ways last night because it's not like we were aware of the fact that – I mean, we knew that there were issues, but it's not like we were building up to this one big thing with these people – um, with with um, um, Harry and um, and Meghan Markle, uh, the other thing that I think has been that is interesting here, and I'm not suggesting that anything in any way, shape, or form that Meghan Markle said is wrong. But my God, I'm not saying that at all. But there are multiple sides to a story here. So, Jeanette, were there any parts of this that you're watching and you're like, you know what? Like, I would like to hear the other side because are they going to say something different? Am I blindly, like, believing somebody that I really don't know? And I'm not saying you would be wrong to do that. I'm just saying, like, this is, this is not somebody you hear a lot, right? It's not like in our world, like, oh, here's another interview with LeBron. And you're like, okay, I know when LeBron says, A, he really means B, because I've had enough experience with that. It's not like we've seen so many interviews with Meghan Markle and Harry that you're just like, oh, yeah, no, when she's saying that, that really means she means this. And, again, I'm not saying anything she said was incorrect or not true. But did any part of you watch this thinking, you know what, I kind of need to hear the other side of this part of of the story here.
0: I want to hear the Queen's side. The Queen's side, especially when Harry said that he didn't want to see history repeating itself because there's all the conspiracies that the queen set up princess diana for the car crash and everything that would be very interesting to see
1: the queen set up princess diana
0: yeah that's what they're saying that the, the it's a controversy it's a conspiracy not a controversy or both um, yeah. but that there's there's it's, there's a theory out there that she set up the press for the bridge and she wanted it to happen because Princess Diana wasn't necessarily exactly what the, the royal palace wanted it to be. There's a huge theory on that. Oh, oh and sick. The, son's, the son's last, well, this was also very touching, the son's last words when anybody's about to leave the house is uh, drive safe, which is very cute.
1: I mean, it's sad, though. It's sad, it's absolutely. Sad. It's sad, obviously. It, it, yeah. All right, I want to hear from people. What did you learn from this last night? Did you watch this uh, this Oprah special with uh, uh, Harry and, and Meghan Markle, and what did you learn from it? Jeanette just gave us a bunch of stuff here. Did you watch it? What did you learn from it? What do I need to know, and is it worth going back and watching it? 888-760-3776, 888 espn I would do so, obviously, by way of Xfinity, Xfinity on Demand. In the X1 voice remote, you'd obviously say Oprah, and then you would find this. And what if you made the rules? You'd probably make ice cream mandatory for breakfast, maybe decide mullets were fashion. Again, and if you were in charge of your wireless plan, you'd most likely do something to save yourself a bunch of money while well, you're in luck because when you get Xfinity Mobile and Internet together, you can save up to $300 a year on your wireless bill with Xfinity Mobile. You can choose the perfect data option for each person using it from unlimited to shared data or a mix of each all in one plan. You're making the rules here. Get Xfinity mobile and internet together for just $35 a month. You'll get internet for 12 months with a one-year agreement and mobile with the one gig wireless data option. Go to Xfinity.com slash save big. Call 800-XFINITY. That's 1-800-XFINITY or visit an Xfinity store today. Requires paper uh, paperless billing and auto pay. Offer ends three twenty two twenty one. Restrictions apply. New performance starter customers only. Equipment taxes and fees are extra and subject to change. After term regular rates apply. Wireless savings compares to average of top providers. Xfinity Internet required, all with Xfinity. Oh, William in England on ESPN 1063. I'm sure this is not going to be a prank. Go ahead, William. Hi, hey, how's it going?
2: Hello. Hello. What's up? I just wanted to uh, to call and kind of add to, to what Jeanette had, uh, had said. Um, well, I don't I uh, actually don't I think this is a prank. It,
1: it doesn't sound like a prank. Alright, keep I thought it was a prank. So you're originally <laughs> from England, but you're not calling from England, obviously.
2: Oh no, I'm I'm calling from I'm in Delright.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jeanette, do you ask people their country of origin no, I asked What do you him, say to them? I
0: asked him where he's from, he said England. I was like, Oh well, right, yeah. legit. No, it's
1: not where are you from, it's where you're calling from. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, okay. All right, anyway, William, go ahead. So this is obviously something you're more familiar with, obviously, than I am.
2: Yeah, so, I, I mean, I will say, I will start by saying I did not watch the special last night. But I will just add something to what Jeanette said around around the press um, and, and what was kind of led from, from her conversation um, was that the press have vilified Meghan in the UK for the moment that her and Harry kind of, announced a few years ago that they would be stepping aside from uh, royal life and stepping away. Uh, And it seems that the the treatment of uh, Meghan and Harry, and in particular Meghan, um, from the press um, has been very personal. Uh, And the attacks on her and her family and her background, uh, they've gone out of their way to kind of dig up history uh, regarding Meghan, which they never did uh, for Kate. Uh, when Kate first got with uh, with William, um, right, wait, wait, William the...
1: let's 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 talk about this for a second because this is so interesting to me on so many levels. So is your gut feeling that that is done, basically leaked from the royal family, or was it insulting, which is not fair, but uh, but I can I can understand if this is the answer. Well, not understand like I agree with it, like understand like conceptually, um, that they thought, hey, you know what? How dare you? Not marry one of our own from a country perspective? Like, why are you going outside the country to marry and that we're never going to accept an American here in, in, in England?
2: Uh, absolutely, yeah. I mean, the, the, let's put aside the fact that, you know, she's, um, you know, that she's, that she's black and that she's, let's put aside that for a second. Um, yes, very much that she was an American coming in from the outside. Um, and then you've got on top her race. Um, now, wait, wait. So before
1: we get to, before we get to the race part, which is obviously disgusting, if they, that what they said about the baby, um, is there is there a just a, a, like a default belief that, for lack of a better way of saying it, that oh, if an American comes in and tries to marry into royalty, they must be a gold digger. That they must not be actually doing this for the right re- reasons. Is that just a default belief in that spot? Absolutely, yes,
2: absolutely. Um, you know, when you think of. of Kate's background Kate's background is um, you know she was you know upper class she went to a private university with William um, whereas Meghan wasn't seen uh, in that same class um, because she was an American Um, you know there's a there's a stereotype to being an American if you're uh, if you're English and the same you know same as you have a stereotype of English if you're an American so there was a definite stereotype that when she married in or when they started dating, that she must be in it for some other reason. There must be an ulterior motive to her being involved with Harry.
1: Okay. So that's that's kind of the background on it. Now, do you believe that that is, like, I mean, for lack of a better way of saying it, leaked, emphasized, and kind of manipulated and perpetrated by the royal family?
2: Uh, I mean, I... I Maybe, maybe i don 't know, uh, but I will say that um, the media, whether they 've got it their information or whether they 're being leaked or, or egged on to look in certain areas um, by, by other sources, I will say the, the media has been relentless um, in the u k uh, around Meghan for a number of years ever since they got together, um, you know it started off started off friendly enough and, and well enough but very quickly, the tone uh, the media took and that the press took with um, with Meghan, whether it be the the, the 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 newspapers or the red tops as we call them in the UK, um, and then uh, you know the, the the morning shows, the TV shows, the news channels. There was a definite shift in tone when it came to the reporting of Meghan and Harry, and in particular Meghan.
1: Okay, so now now. Um the race aspect of it so obviously they're turned off by the fact that she's american which is sad in itself they think she's a gold digger for lack of a better way of saying it and they're nervous about the color of the skin of the baby because oh my god god forbid they're not you know pale white it, you buy into that based on what you know about your native country that you think like oh my god like if god for like it's just to me it sounds absurd but I'm me living in the United States. So, so you think race was the biggest part of this?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I, if you, if you look into, you know, some of the comments from, um, from Harry's grandfather over the years and, you know, I, I don't want to speak ill of him because he's actually not very well right now, but if you look into some of his comments, uh, over the years, um, when regards to, um, you know, with regards to color, people of, you know, people of color, you know, um, some of his comments have been very, very um, suspect and very, very borderline. Um, he's also. So, been what do you think? So, the royal
1: family. So, if given the choice, William, the royal family would rather Harry marry a black girl from England or a white girl from the United States.
2: White girl from Amer- America.
1: So the race b- disgustingly bothers them more than the, the non. British, English.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think there's, there's the fact that <clears throat> that obviously bothers them, but I think if you're looking at which one would be the one that bothered them the most, the fact that she's a, uh, a black girl would massively outweigh the fact that she's American.
1: God, that is so gross. I mean, I lived in England for a few months, and I'm a white guy, so I can't say, oh, I never noticed racism because I wouldn't notice it. Obviously, to me, but I never got the feeling that it wasn't kind of in a melting pot-ish, all-inclusive kind of place, and I guess that's how blind I was to that. I mean, I lived there a long I think time it, I ago. Think it, but.
2: I think it is. I think there you know there are aspects and there are places that are a melting pot. But I think when it comes to the institution of our royalty, I think there's always been, you know, from whether it be from within or without, you know, from the outside in or inside out, there's always been that royalty is white. Our royalty has always been white man white female, and then you add in that the, the fact that Meghan Markle isn 't white um, you know it there 's definitely a cultural part of that that would make you know that people would you know they, they, you end up with situations like this
1: so none of what, what, none of what 's coming out now surprises you at all based on all the information Absolutely. that you have.
2: No, absolutely not. I mean, if you you just look at the grandfather, look at, um, you know, the the Duke, um, the comments he's made in the past, um, the undertones of racism, just in his comments alone um, over the years. Um, You know, he's, you know, even him, you know, being in public life has been pulled back because of some of his comments that he's made, Um, you know, racist comments, sexist comments that those, you know, so... Uh, it
1: doesn't surprise me at all, no. Great call, William. Thank you for it. I kept you on like a half hour, it felt like, just now as a guest, but you were phenomenal. So awesome job, and thank you for chiming in on this. We, we appreciate it. My
2: pleasure, my
1: pleasure. All right, there's William in Del yep. Ray, who Jeanette has William in England because she's now asking the country <laughs> of origin to call her. Like, Bob in West Palm. <laughs> no, no, but Bob, where are you really from? Where
0: are you from? Kansas.
1: Okay, so Bob in Kansas? No, Bob he's calling from West Palm. I mean you could make this your thing if you'd like, Jeanette, that instead of where they're calling from locally, you need to know their original like birthplace. Where like, okay, from what from? hospital <laughs> in Kansas? <laughs> Did you Oh you're from okay, you you were born in Italy. Okay, what part? What hospital like Southern what are we doing here? Northern I mean, seriously, Italy. <laughs> what is going on here? Well that is what Jeanette's doing here. But that was fascinating. That was fascinating. What everything what he just said, would that would that align with um, with what you learned last night in this document or in this interview, absolutely, it
0: kind of just confirmed everything that was said in the interview. It makes me happy that they both found a way out of all of that mess that's in the royal, in the royal family.
1: Yeah, but it doesn't sound like they really found a way out, though. They found a way to move. It, I don't know if they found a way out. You know what I mean? Like, there seems yeah. like a little bit of a difference there in that. They're
0: not, quote, they're not working for them anymore. So the, the royal family no longer affiliates, is no longer yeah. affiliated with them. Obviously, yeah. Prince Harry's always, it's blood, but until him and his brother talk it out, I don't think anything is going to be resolved for a little bit.
1: Well, let's talk out uh, Duffy's here. Let's tell everybody what's going on in the menu Uh, in March. Obviously, the the, um, college basketball heating up, of course. So March Mania menu is here at Duffy's, the Slam Dunk Nachos, hand-cut tortilla chips creamy queso blanco, carne asada, chili beans, pickled jalapeños, jalapeños. God, I messed up. Cilantro, green onions, serracha, ai- aioli, sour cream, pico de gallo and guacamole. Did I do well with that? What's that Was pico that de gallo
0: that salsa? Pico I de love. gallo. Ooh, child, yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, Sriracha. Onion Ring Tower, the thick cut beer battered onion rings, buttermilk ranch, spicy bayou sauce, the Skybox triple bacon cheeseburger, three and a quarter pound certified beef patties, applewood smoked bacon, vine ripped tomato, lettuce, onion, American cheese, and Duffy's burger sauce, and the Bud Light buckets of beer, all as part of the March Mania going on at Duffy's. Visit Duffy'sMVP.com for more information. Duffy's, our game is always on. Time now for the Duffy Daily Headlines with Jeanette. Now it's time for the Duffy Sports Grill Daily Headlines. <laughs> a check of the biggest things going on in the sports world.
0: <laughs> Blake Griffin signed with the Broken Nets after the, for the remainder of the NBA season after a buyout with the Detroit Pistons.
1: Blake Griffin. Um, so he's nowhere near the player he once was. I, I, here's where, Jeanette, I've got to be fair. If he came to the Heat, I would have been happy. Like, hey, they added a piece. He can help. Let's see if they heat reclamation projects. So then I can't spin it negatively if he's on another team. What I will say is he's not the player he once was. They don't necessarily need him. But when you're as good as the Nets and you're a championship contender that, you know, I just saw on, uh, Bet Online today put them as the favorite now to win it all in the NBA, you collect talent. We saw this with the Heat, like, you know, during the Big Three era. Even when like they brought in guys and they didn't play that much, you just still collect talent, and that is what the Nets did with, with good guys. Blake Griffin, you know, he may not be the player he once was. You're going to find very few of any people that are going to tell you he's a bad guy, so I can't crush them on that. Next.
0: I'm going to start calling people reclamation projects. That was great. Um, Philadelphia Eagles owner Jeffrey Lurie wants the team to build around quarterback Jalen Hurts for 2020 season, according to ESPN's Chris Mortensen.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is... Here's the thing. It's amazing that he has to say this. Think about this. They had a starting quarterback in Carson Wentz. They picked second overall in the draft. They traded a ton of picks to go up and get him. They then trade him to Indianapolis, we thought, because they were clearing the way for Jalen Hurts, which they did. But then the fact that he has to come out and say, no, I want him to be our guy, and I've instructed our team not to create a quarterback competition just shows the confusion going on in that organization right now. I think we kind of knew that you... You wanted Jalen Hurts to be the guy, no?
0: Next. Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are in the process of renegotiating the goat's contract.
1: So, what Brady's going to do now is he's going to give he's going to get more money, he's going to get more years and give the team more salary cap flexibility. Here's one for you. Who finishes their career with the most Super Bowl victories out of the NFC? Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers? They're tied at one. Yeah, I'm more confident Brady. Brady gets another one than I am Rodgers gets another one, even at 44 years old. I'm ready for Think it. Think about that. Let's Think go. about that. That you may look at, at the the number one resume during the Brady era in football would be Brady with the Pats. The number two may end up being Brady with the Bucks in terms of Super Bowl wins. Think about that. He may have the two best resumes with one team during his era. Well, well, with two different teams. Meaning Peyton Manning won two, but with two different teams. Rodgers is 1-1. One, one. Breeze is 1-1. One, one. Roethlisberger, okay, is 1-2. So that would be equal to or, or you know better than because of the, te- the 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 amount of years. But think about that. That's crazy. Anything else? That is it. All right. today goalie junior coming up next. We are on to Tuesday. Right here on ESPN 106.3.